0: Welcome to another episode of the World Team on Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SV Nation. I am Meg Murray and I am joined as always by Paul Stewart. Hey Paul, how's it going?
1: I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um leading up to this game, feeling a bit more confident, obviously. The big setback with Trevor and Diggs, which has been the big news highlight this week. But at the same time, I'm pretty furious. Not with the team but who's actually going after the team right now. So as you may, some people may have seen the the Twitter sphere or X sphere, um, the news clips, uh, video clips of basically of one sports analyst of Bart Scott has been going about. And frankly, I think it's the most distasteful thing I've ever seen on national television, frankly. And the fact is that you've got Stephen A. Smith, and Ryan Clark in defense to say, whoa, 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 whoa. That's out of line. And worst of all, the fact that is that obviously Micah Parsons just came out, which I'm representing today. and am wearing my jersey. And he's came out and said, that was lame. Why would you do that? Knocking the player down when he's down, especially he's got kids and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, and Bart Scott just continues to double down on it. It's like apologize what you said was absolutely out of order so I'm just I'm absolutely fabegassed I really am and and I don't know what your opinion is on it Meg but I'm just absolutely shocked
0: I mean I think Micah Parsons put it best um he's a lame he's a big fat lame and I don't care what he has to say I really haven't I haven't thought about him since That clip where he like, you know, that clip when he was uh, on the Jets and he was like, can't wait. Like, I haven't thought about him since then. Not a day. Not a day in my life. Have I thought about that man since then? So like, that's cute that you, uh, you know, want to, you know, try to have a moment on TV. You thought you were going to be cheeky. You thought you were going to be funny. You thought you were going to have like a cute little dig at the, the Cowboys organization as a whole. Um, off the back of a, a devastating injury. And <laughs> your coworkers were just like, uh, absolutely not. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Get away from me. Yep. Um, and a little smirk at the end. I hope that he, I never see that from you ever again. Um. And the fact that he, he, the biggest qualm that he took from like Micah Parsons tweeting at him was the calling him lame thing. Like, babe. I could call you a lot
1: worse, so just count your blessings. Yeah, if if anyone's actually been paying attention on social media, it's been a far lot worse. It's been called, but, <laughs> but let, let me just note this uh, before we do move on talking about the cowboys versus cardinals, right. is the fact that this is not the first time that Bart Scott has done this. He's done it with T Higgins, he's done it with Lexa Joe Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa. I, I'm sorry I cannot pronounce Tua's second name. It's my tongue, my Scottish accent. I do apologize. <laughs> but it's not the first time he's caused a controversial statement like that. I'm sorry, but the standard where it comes to having these so-called sports analysts being on uh, national television to make actual comments like that, I'm sorry, but that is just out of order.
0: I mean, it's never fun, funny or interesting or anything to joke about a an, an injury like yeah. period
1: yeah, yeah like take take um, you didn't
0: hear uh, me getting excited about like Aaron Rodgers, ex- and I, that's I'm not ex- a fan that, of
1: the guy. Like <laughs> that, that was exactly what I was just about to say. Take Aaron Rodgers for example. For example, It's like we're actually gutted that he was injured because we want Aaron Rodgers to play. We want to play the best players available. We want to face
0: the demons. Yeah,
1: exactly. We want to take on those challenges. We want to prove ourselves. We want to prove that we have the number one defense. We want to prove we've got one of the most exciting offenses out there. But no. Mainstream media, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, enough of that being said. I've, yeah, I've, Micah I've,
0: Parsons took care yeah. of him. He went scorched earth, and you know what? We back him up 100%.
1: Yep, and that's the fact I'm wearing his jersey today because we've got you, Micah. Cowboys Nation's behind your back.
0: Exactly. <laughs> But this week we are facing off against the Arizona Cardinals. Speaking of uh the Cowboys needing us to have their backs, um, rooting them on that will be this time. But yeah, we are facing Arizona in Glendale, Arizona, um, at 3 30 p.m. Central. And uh how do you feel about this? What are what are the vibes going into this game for you?
1: I'm taking it like I'm really taking this season in general as one game at a time. This game, obviously, I'm a little bit cautious because obviously with the loss with Trevon Diggs there, that's obviously, it's going to be a big mess to our defense, but I'm comfortable with the guys that are going to be in there the next man up. So, like, so, um, a god i can't even can't even think of the name's top of my head but basically whoever's going to be filling into that place wherever it will be um god i can't even speak today my head's all wrapped up but basically you're
0: good yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah basically if it's like the D- lone brand there we go or a jordan lewis that's who i meant to say was jordan lewis that's who i meant to say my apologies yeah um,
0: i mean. This is going to be what his second game back. Last game he, yeah. you know, he was out there for what 10 plays, I believe. Um obviously he'll take on a larger role this week. Um you know, it's going to be it's one of those things where obviously this is a devastating injury and no one um everyone would much rather have him there than not. That's like stating the very obvious. Yes. But um you know, this team is well equipped to weather this, um, you know, they have obviously, like you mentioned, they have Duran Bland and um, Jay Lou are going to be outside and then they're going to have Mr. Iggy, our new guy, mm-hmm. um, our new friend. He's going to be in the interior and the, or the slot spot. Sorry. I forget what Jane Slater uh, put out a report about that. So I'll have to double check with myself. But either way, we are covered. We're good. Yes. Um and to see that you know Dan Quinn has a um has a plan for all of this is at least like you can rest a little bit easier knowing that. Um yep. whether we'll still be sad about it, but
1: I think the beauty when it comes to our defense is is Dan Quinn himself. Dan Quinn has the ability to trust his players more so whoever who puts in place will do their job. And the thing is, every single person that we've got in our roster on defence, defense. Uh, and you're seeing the change of shift in terms of culture. Like, before Dan Quinn, year after year after year, they're becoming more ball-hungry. So... It likes of the lone brand who had a great stats last night. Ian will know he was limited featured last year, but for him to come in, he's literally going to be given more of that, that role to be more featured as well. Jordan Lewis and, uh, and possibly Eric Scott jr. As well, um, going to be featured more in the rotation role as well. So um, it's just an opportunity for these guys to really show up, uh, go out and ball out pretty much. But, Looking to the offense, this is where I do have a wee minor concern. Obviously, in the injury report, we've got like Sataya Biyadish and Zach Martin, who are questionable for this game. And the only uh, available offensive lineman in terms of backups is Odoga, T.J. Bass, and Asim Richards. Because obviously Josh Ball and Matt go is in injury reserve at the moment. So I do have a wee slight worry because if Bayad is out who's going to be the guy to be playing the center spot and where does that li- and if both of them are out how, how are we going to combine that together like because obviously the good news is Tyler Smith is back so there is that big positive so I'm happy about that but it kind of leaves a bit of a question mark in the interior of that offensive line right now.
0: Yeah, I mean you're our our resident O line guy, so uh, <laughs> it's good to hear that you feel pretty pretty confident about that. You know, obviously the interior is something to keep an eye on, but you know, we yeah. got we've got the guys. For, we have a couple guys coming back actually this week, so that's super exciting.
1: Yeah, one that being Mister Brandon Cooks. Uh, yes, which I'm very excited for. So and uh, if that's one thing that I'm very looking forward to and this is the weakest point I think personally with the Arizona uh, Arizona Cardinals is their secondary. Obviously they have had a big massive injury set back themselves with buddha Baker um wish him a big speedy recovery in terms of him as well. Um because again like we were talking about like so Aaron Rodgers earlier, we want to see the best players available on the field and play up against them. And it's sad to see like the so Buddha Baker, who's a big presence for that Arizona defense, is not going to be featured there. But in terms of like so the the Cardinals, they have given up quite a fair fair amount of yards. So they've given up 261.5 passing yards. Uh and also they've given up 109 rushing yards in the space of two games. So they're so basically they're averaging 130 something yards per game, so it's questionable. But when you've got like so CD Lamb, Michael Gallup, eh, Jalen Tolbert, and Brandon Cooks now all available, and not to mention the fact that our tight ends in this game really stepped it up with Shoemaker getting his first touchdown, you've got Jake Ferguson really starting to really come out as well so we've got that we do have the the threat where it comes to it in the passing game and i think that's where arizona are going to be struggling the most so i would not be surprised if their run defense actually kind of stops a run game ever so slightly but again with this west coast offense anything can happen we could fake the handoff and actually make it into a screen pass to like so Deuce or even a uh, uh tony pollard
0: and you know we also have turpin with those gadget plays too obviously they, yeah, not exactly. Running side, but still
1: and again we've not even shown the full spectrum of our offense yet we're just showing little snippets game by game like why do we need to show our whole hand at the start of the season there's no need you want to show something no
0: i know yeah we Technically, you know, we've, we've said this, we haven't really had to so far, which has, you know, served us pretty well. And, you know, I think the biggest thing I've heard throughout this week, just like, you know, listening to everyone chat about this game coming up is, you know, we still don't know the full extent of this Texas Coast offense. I don't even know if we're going to see see it reach its full power until maybe like, you know, week five. But
1: I- I'm seeing longer than that. I think, yeah, yeah like, I'm I mean, just, there's still
0: going to be, you know, ways to move things around too. These guys are flexible.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at the schedule just now. I think we'll probably, in fact, you may be right, actually, when it comes to week five, because week five is San Francisco. I think, yeah,
0: you're looking at week by week. I'm looking at week five.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, which I'm
0: allowed to do because I'm not a coach or a player, so I can be hyper focused on something, and that would be that for me.
1: Yeah, I think with the San Francisco game, I know I'm thinking way ahead of there, but I think we'll probably have we'll be forced to show more of our hand in that game because, as of right now, in terms of the power rankings, it's us and San Francisco are top of the list right now, so that's going to be the game to watch. And, yeah, so – but anyway, but going back to Arizona, um, yeah, I just kind of think uh, with our offense, it's going to be too much for the Arizona defense. We've got way too many weapons. We We've got so many ways we can actually score in the game, not to mention our defense as well. So – and after seeing Arizona's display last week – where they had a decent first half of the game, that they completely decimated themselves and and stepped themselves on the wrong foot, and then they ended up losing one of the biggest losses and comebacks against the New York Giants, which I I, I couldn't believe it because I literally was watching that game. I turned it off at halftime. I went up to do my top golf event, which I won a first prize. Where hey go <laughs> me? And um, then I came back home. I found out that. The Giants beat them. I was like, wait, what in the hell just happened?
0: Yeah, I mean, this Arizona Cardinals team is a little bit of the a team without an identity right now. Yeah. Um, obviously they're without their quarterback. They are they have Josh Jobs. He's doing a good enough job. Um, and that's great. But they just they, you know, they just feel like they're offloading these pieces of their team, like they're just a little incomplete, all around. It, it feels,
1: um, yeah, it feels like Dobbs is trying to make the best of the situation of what he's got right now, and it feels there's a disconnect in their offense, especially, and with their offensive line a lot as well. Like obviously, they brought in Paris Johnson Jr., the offensive tackle from Ohio State in the draft, that you would expect him to kind of help him a lot but it's not really they've got likes of Will Hernandez or in the right guard position he's not really had the best of starts this year so there is holes in that offensive line and when you have got likes of Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence and likes of uh, Jonathan Hankins and the interiors and not even to mention the the threat of our safeties possibly coming down to possibly play as linebackers because of our Dan Quinn hybrid type of defense that he plays which is just beautiful to watch the Cardinals are in for a long day I think but at the same time I don't want to underestimate them and we shouldn't we shouldn't we should be going in there expect them to be the best version available and really put it down to them
0: yeah of course I mean Like I like I said, we have guys coming back this week. We also have Donovan Wilson joining the defensive end of the ball. Um, and just, you know, think about this defense. You watch them this week. I mean, the end of the week when they lost Trayvon Diggs, all of them <clears throat> really came out and voiced their support for him saying, you know, we're playing for you seven, like this is for you. Yep. Um, they are going to have a lot to – like, if you're going into this game thinking like they're gonna skip over this game, no, they're this no is their way chance. to be like, like Trey, we have you, like they're gonna come in with a vengeance. Um, sorry to the Arizona Cardinals, but I think that this, um, defense is gonna like play on another level,
1: yeah, it's gonna fire them up for sure, Like, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure Malik Hooker was making some comments on Twitter and generally Thomas as well. And then
0: Curse has been all over Twitter. It's been really
1: like, funny. Like, the majority of our defense that have been on Twitter actually state the fact it's like, we've got his back pretty much. And obviously, what we, well, I kind of mentioned before, but Mr. Scott, that idiot, sorry. But <laughs> um, but they're all fired up. Like, you've really just upset one of the a possible generational defense which has been reported by quite a lot of other sports analysts saying this could be one of those generational defenses obviously with the knock with digs not there it might hamper a bit but all those other guys in this roster they're going to step up and they're going to actually show their love and appreciation for trevon dykes and for the dallas cowboys fan base
0: yeah i i think i would be a, a little scared if i was the uh arizona cardinals offense i'm not gonna lie to you
1: yeah, if I was Paris Johnson Jr., like, for the offensive lineman for the Cardinals, I would be quick in my boots right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so we have... What What matchup are you most looking forward to? It sounds like Parish Gardner-Johnson is something that you're focusing on. Is there, like, a, you know, a Zach Ertz? Like, who, who are you looking at?
1: So the The main threat right now has obviously been Sack Ertz and Marquise Brown. So Marquise Brown right now he's currently got eighty two yards and one touchdown with nine receptions. It's not a great stat, but there he is the wide receiver number one for the Cardinals. In terms of Sack Ertz, he's been pretty much their target man right now, like the seam routes, like down the middle and that as well. So, um, so I'm looking very, I'm very interested to see the battle with Jalen Curse. If he does come into the fold and ha- and likes uh, a Mar- Marquise Bell, I think Bell is just going to be an absolute ball hawk and look to st- stamp his authority when it comes to the tight ends. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Also, like we mentioned, like powers Paris Johnson Jr., um, Micah Parsons or DeMarcus Lawrence against him. And like the interior side of it, Jonathan Hankins versus Will Hernandez. I think that's going to be very interesting. And, and whoever does play cornerback number two against Marquise Brown, I find that's going to be very interesting to see whether it's going to be DeLon Brand or going to be like uh, Jordan Lewis. Who knows? But there's sort of very interesting matchups there. But, but on but just looking at it, there's nothing there to really suggest that the Cardinals should overcome what we've got I feel like and and I'm not trying to be biased and anyways, I'm trying to be impartial as much as I can but I just really don't see anything that is as threatening in comparison to what the Dallas Cowboys have
0: yeah I mean I can see them holding their own there for a while um, at least maybe a half um you know obviously like Rondell Moore is someone that I'm kind of focused on when it comes to Mm. that offense. He's just kind of, he's a sneaky one, but just, I don't know. And also I think one of my favorite ones is going to be whoever they put on CD, any game, whoever they put on CD after the sauce Gardner drama, I'm just going to be hyper-focused on that because (laughs) he was like, I he never got anything on me blah 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 I'm like
1: mm, okay sure yeah sure, I be- I believe their cornerbacks uh Tykel Clark and Marco Wilson yeah. I think that like, I don't think either one of them are rookies or both of them are like not even within two seasons within the NFL so both of them are very fresh pretty much um I think they're going to have their hands tied like you've got the speed from De- from Brandon Cooks you've got the the separation from C.D. Lamb and the catching ability of C.D. Lamb, you've got the deep route for like Michael Gallup and with mm-hmm. like a Jalen Tolbert, he's there like as the slot or whatever. Not he can play, he can play in different multiple ways of as a wide receiver. So, I I think it's going to be a really tough day, and I I think this is where primarily how that is going to attack this game is by passing the ball rather than rushing.
0: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I I'm always going to bet on this team to just absolutely annihilate people until they prove me otherwise. So that's, that's the energy they're bringing and that's what I expect them to bring on Sunday. So I'm sorry if I am just giving the Arizona Cardinals zero credit here, but I think, you know, at the end of the game, it's going to look something like in the thirties to forties to like 10.
1: See that my score prediction was forty-four Cowboys. I the Cardinals thirteen. That was my score prediction. And that, I mean,
0: that, I could see that happening completely.
1: I might actually put a wee cheeky wee bet on that one. Actually, ooh, yeah, okay. I, I don't know what the odds are, but like, who knows? But I'm really interested to see what the the lines are like. Like, if it's plus nine, plus fifteen, or whatever or that like or minus 15 Cowboys or what? I, I don't imagine it's been on the plus. It would definitely be on the Whereas Put it this way, the Cowboys are 81% favourites to win this game. 81%! Yeah. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's not like 60-40 or 55-45. Mm-hmm. It's 81%. That is just insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean...
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of cheeky bets, what would you uh? What's a like a cheeky bet that you have for this game? Like what? What's something like? I think I think we got a Deuce Vaughn touchdown. I'm gonna call it this time. You it for the, the it last or time. Or I feel like it could happen this time.
1: Okay. Uh I'm well- it. Well, my last week's prediction went completely haywire. I said Dorrance Armstrong was going to get three sacks. That was completely wrong. I must have got the wrong player mixed up. But, (laughs) (laughs) but,
0: you know, it could be any one of them at any time. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, but I think with Brandon Cooks coming back, first game back, I think he's going to score his first touchdown for the Dallas Cowboys. That's my special bet. I love
0: that. That's a good one. Mm. All right. I mean, I think there's not too much else to say unless you've got anything uh, about this game because I think we're all a little little confident and they've given us every reason to be.
1: I'm confident, but at the same time, I'm trying to keep a level head. Keep it humble. Yeah, absolutely. But but guys who are listening here on Blogging the Boys, be sure to let us know what your special bet is going to be as well because we're very curious to know what you guys think. Your cheeky
0: bet of the week.
1: Yeah, what's your cheeky bet of the week? So we're gonna we're gonna start featuring this in every pregame show. So give us your little cheeky bets, folks.
0: <laughs> we love it. All right. Well, make sure you check out everything on bloggingtheboys.com. Whenever there's something huge happening or small happening, it will be there um with details for you so you can be informed. Um also make sure that you um are subscribed to Blogging the Boys, wherever you listen to podcasts rate and review and tell paul that you love his cheeky bets
1: there we go. that's a new one <laughs>
0: <laughs> um paul where can they follow you
1: uh yes guys you can follow me at i am p Stew on instagram twitter for slash x
0: and i am at meg murray with four r's on all the things whatever the thing is i that is me
1: hashtag all of them
0: <laughs> Alrighty, until next week Dallas forever, Philly for... For
1: never. Never. There (laughs) There we
0: go. Go, Cowboys.